Hey, everybody. We have an announcement for an upcoming special Movies That Made Us Gay event. Yes, we do. We are going to be doing our first ever mailbag episode. <gasps> a mailbag episode. We haven't, we've talked about doing a mail episode, but we've never fully committed. And you know what, Pete? I think we're going to do it. I think so. I think we want questions from you, our loyal listeners. If you have anything that you would like to ask us, ask us anything. Ask away. Ask away. Keep the questions fun. You can do, uh, I mean, you can really do any type of question. I love, I mean, I love the Oscars, so it would be fun to get some Oscar (laughs) questions and something like that. Yeah, you can ask us anything. Yeah, uh, it's 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 really up to you guys. We're gonna do a whole episode, maybe a mini episode. It depends on how many uh, good questions we get from you guys. But it's but, gonna be yeah, an episode you. for you, the listeners. Yes, because we love y'all. Yes, we'd love to hear from you, and we are going to let you know when, up until when, you can uh, submit your questions. So um, we have a cutoff. Uh, for those questions now a warning so what is uh we, we're taking them now up until we're gonna take them now up until december 26th okay. so right after christmas so you have a good two and a half weeks sounds good and if you head over to our instagram page we are uh at Movies That Made Us Gay on Instagram. There's an email button right on our profile. Mm-hmm. You can also email us at Movies That Made Us Gay at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Or you can just uh, send us a direct message on send Instagram. Send us a direct message. Tweet us. We'll try to regularly check our Twitter. Yeah, our Twitter is at uh, MTMUGPod. And, uh, yeah, if you send us direct messages on Twitter, if you tweet us a question, uh, get, like I said, direct messages on Instagram. I might or... even do something in the story, too, for a question. Oh, yeah, on exactly. Instagram. Check our Instagram mm-hmm. stories. We'll have some links up there to us to submit your questions there. So any any questions that, that uh, you have for us, um, you know, if you want to just put in the subject line mailbag episode, something like that, so we know um, where you're coming at us from. And, um, yeah. That episode will be out. The episode is going to be out December 30th, so right before New Year's. All right. Sounds good. That'll be a fun New Year. Yeah, I'm excited for it. Yes, indeed. So am I. So think up some good questions, listeners, Mm -hmm. and we'll be glad to answer them for you. Until then, here's the next episode. An orphan searching for her past. You think that I could be royalty? A man hey. looking for his future. Do you see what I see? A sorcerer. I'm a stitcher. I'm Planning to make them history. I guess a curse just ain't what it used to be. 20th Century Fox presents a magical musical adventure. Wow! Anastasia. Welcome back to the show, everyone. Welcome to our Christmas lineup. Yes, indeed. Is this officially a Christmas movie? Because I think it is. There's snow in it. The word December is in the title of this song. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) But welcome back. Listeners, my name is Pete. And I'm Scott. And And these these are the movies movies that that made made us gay. Donovan Marcotte, welcome to the show. Donovan! I'm back! You're back! Back, back, back again! Back again. (laughs) We saved a really good movie for you. I feel like we've talked about doing this movie, but we held it specifically for December. Oh, for December. Because I feel like this song that's playing... (laughs) Absolutely. For our opening. so fitting. The song memorably sung by one Meg Ryan. 
the one and only Meg <laughs> we'll Ryan. We'll talk about that later. But, the uh, songstress that is. Yes. But yeah, we, we watched Anastasia, directed by Don Bluth and Gary Goldman, released November 21st, 1997. Anastasia. Wow. Anastasia. You don't want to know how young I was. <laughs> so I have a specific... You said 97? I was in the sixth grade when this came out. I saw this work, movie work. twice in the theater. Oh, okay. Well, that you had me beat there. Yeah, were... I was taken to it when I was in the sixth grade, mm-hmm. and then it came back around for a winter matinee that I remember our elementary school, you could get like books of tickets for matinees because this is how sure, yeah, this yeah. is how small town so our cute. our little movie theater was is that they released the entire schedule of winter matinees and you had to buy the full pack. And I usually went to all of them. Sure. And yeah. I saw Anastasia twice. So I saw it once during its main run yep. and then I saw it when it came through for yep. The winter matinee. Um, I was in kindergarten, mm-hmm. so the perfect age to watch this movie, um, and saw it when it originally came out. And I just remember getting the VHS, I think at Costco or something yeah. like that. And then I think that we got our VHS at Costco, yeah. probably. And it was like yeah. the white clamshell, mm-hmm. and it was, but it wasn't like the Disney clamshells. It was like a hard plastic clamshell. Yeah, it was hard. Yeah, oh. it wasn't. It wasn't like the Disney. But the was it the same shape? Clamshell. Like it looked like it, or did it look different? I think it, that it that sort up. of looked the same, but it you could definitely – it stuck out when you were lining up your tapes. It, it didn't all line up. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, and just – Good call on that. I, I totally that. forgot about that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I saw this movie twice in the theater. I watched it on repeat when the mm-hmm. VHS came out. Mm-hmm. And also, I remember getting the soundtrack and wearing it out. And I feel like this movie came out – I was at the right age that I think that if I would have caught this movie when I was a seventh grader the year after, I probably wouldn't have been into it. But I think that like sixth grade, it hit me at just the right age that I was kind of its target demographic. Oh, totally. Mm -hmm. And there's like enough dark stuff in this movie Mm -hmm. that like as a sixth grader boy right yeah, yeah. Can, like latch on and to. i definitely had a long history with don bluth we can discuss yeah. don bluth later in the show but mm-hmm. pete i feel like you probably missed this movie when it came out uh in 97 i was on uppers downers and candy corns yeah you were, far, <laughs> you were you weren't you and your friends weren't going to fucking no. anastasia no. 97 i was at the tunnel i was at uh mm-hmm. the limelight no it wasn't i was in los angeles <laughs> But I, I was not going to know damn Anastasia. But I did love Don Bluth. Mm-hmm. Um, I am a, a secret of Nim child. Same. And um, so I have always appreciated his art style. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked Meg Ryan. Yeah, you know, even even at that even at that age, uh, I was still very much like I grew up on when Harry met Sally, and so mm-hmm. to me. You know, I I just kind of wanted Janine Garofalo has a bit where she just talks about a certain kind of Patagonia wearing couple. Oh yeah, definitely. That that <laughs> that wishes that Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks start in every movie together. Oh. Uh, I wasn't quite them, but I did love I did love Meg Ryan. Yeah, and um, I mean John Cusack, get out of here. Oh yeah, yeah get out of oh, here. Yeah. I think John Cusack, especially for people your age, mm-hmm. like a very specific yeah. type of Gen Xer. Yeah. I feel like John Cusack is just sort of their, yeah. like well, the crush. Yeah. And we can get had. into the sexual awakening that is Dimitri. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I have a lot to say about that. We'll yeah. get into it later. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, we're, we're going to have to, cause there's mm-hmm. some, 
weird shit on the internet. Oh yes, there is <laughs> when it comes Ooh. to when it comes to Dimitri. Yeah, but yeah, so I didn't have a big history with this movie in like first run. I had younger siblings, and I don't even think they had the VHS of this. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I didn't really get into it for a while. Um, you know, I love Angela Lansbury. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh my gosh, yeah. Yeah. Treasure. And then like, going back to, to, you know, watching, when I did discover it, I was like, this music's great. Yes. Yeah. I, I, All the songs are bangers. I, yeah. I loved yep. what they did with, yes, this is history, but this is also a fairy tale. Um, kind of. to do with Rasputin. Kind of like historical fiction. Yeah, That's a big genre yes, of literature. Yeah, Very yeah. much mm-hmm. that. Um, I think. Uh, I think having Rasputin as this like mystical wizard villain is super cool. Like I love just all the ideas of like the occult and Rasputin. Yes. His real mm-hmm. history of like. Yeah. Oh yeah, his death, his real death, yeah, like all that shit. Ooh, that's crazy. So I, it has, I, it does kind of have something for everybody in there. Yeah, and um, uh, listeners, by the way, there's going to be a lot of sniffles in this episode. This is like sniffle central. We're just like getting Scott over cold. Both getting yeah. over cold. Not COVID. We not COVID. Tested. Mm-hmm. Um, but excuse excuse that. But it is uh, once upon a December. We do we do get cold. We once do get upon sick a cold season, right yeah. on target. Yeah. So yeah, tangent. But um, yeah, not ha- not having a big history with it. When I mm-hmm. did get to it, I was like, okay, this is charming. I'm in. Did you first watch this when I introduced you to it? Probably, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. so sweet. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I do have some not issues with it, but there were some things that stood out to me. Okay. In it. Oh yeah, and we can discuss that later mm-hmm. of the certain things that may not age so well. I think that if you're going to do an Anastasia movie today, there are many elements of the script that you would have to change. Well, there, there's definitely some mm-hmm. some cultural appropriation. <laughs> well, some... I'm not even talking about that. I'm just talking about the the animation style is very interesting because it Sure. It's that blend of computer yes. animation with well, 2D. There's mm-hmm. that. It, it was at that well, mm-hmm. I think it was I mean, it's even before like Disney's what did, what do they call it in Tarzan, the deep Yeah. Oh, deep yeah, 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 yeah. scene thing that it and the treasure planet and tarzan really had this it's like the multi-plane camera yeah. but but like digitized but CG, yeah yeah, yeah. I mean, this is way before that mm-hmm. um but i mean the character design they're so much more like realistic looking the, yeah especially yeah. anna anya and dimitri the way that Don Bluth does human characters is very interesting. I always mm-hmm. notice the hands in yeah. particular. Yeah, yeah. Like the hands are so realistic. Those Bluth hands. Yeah. yeah. Those are the those are the the secret of Nim hands. Oh, okay. I didn't know that was a thing. Well, the rat hands. Like are the rat hands. Bony Rasputin has oh, them. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, but then you have a Rasputin character who is very cartoony. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it fits because he's this like crazy wizard or whatever. But yeah, so I was always like, oh, the animation style. So like, it's very different. It doesn't look. I mean, to me, coming out as an, as an adult, yeah. I was like, this is obviously not a Disney movie. But I no. think as kids, it's very easy to be like, oh, singing princess. Yes, maybe this is Disney. Oh, I as a kid, <laughs> I knew very for certain that this was not a Disney sure. movie. Sure, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And 
I don't know if anyone else, like, you know, children of the 90s, if you're listening, let us know. <laughs> but, like, I always felt, like, guilty watching not right. Disney movies. Yeah. Did you yeah. feel that way, too? Well, and also, I mean, that just kind of goes with Dom Bluth's past as an yeah. animator. That Dom Bluth worked for Disney. I mean, he may yep. have even started in the 60s. He, through the 70s that he did background work yes. for the Fox and the Hound. And he did the um, Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh as Many well. Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh. And that was in 1970s. On, I think he's on The Rescuers as well. Mm-hmm. The Rescuers. That, I mean, he had a long history with the company mm-hmm. and he just grew really tired of the politics of mm-hmm. Disney animation that he left with a bunch of animators to just start a rival studio. And they had a lot of success in the 1980s. Mm-hmm. A time when Disney was going through a lot of transitions mm-hmm. of management, power, studio heads. Hostile takeovers. Hostile yeah. takeovers. Yeah. <laughs> movies that. that were... Getting kicked off the lot. Movies yeah. that, <laughs> yeah, movies that didn't really deliver, like... Um, the Black Cauldron. The Black Cauldron. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the Great Mouse Detective, I think, just did okay business. Yeah. Rescuers Down Under, I know, underperformed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That Don Bluth came out on the scene... With a rival studio, and I think that he had MGM to distribute him, that he did The Secrets of Nim, yeah. All Dogs Go to Heaven, yes. and An American Tale. And American Tale was financed by Amblin. Did he do Pebble and the Penguin, too? I want to say, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I know that, he, I mean, he definitely did Thumbelina. I yeah. love Thumbelina. And uh, we're forgetting one, Land Before Time. Yeah, land before, land before time. time. That's the big one, and <laughs> I one grew, of the big ones. I mean, American, I mean, I grew American up Tale was on all fucking of those. huge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. American Tale. I mean, that song. <laughs> yeah, somewhere out there. Yeah, so good. Linda. And yeah, I mean, I remember watching all of those movies, and I think that I at the time I definitely knew that this is not Disney. Yeah, that I knew that. Oh no, this is a. This is a Don Bluth movie mm-hmm. from a very young age. That there was joint. just something about his style, his storytelling that you did not see in Disney movies. Yes. And I feel like Disney would never go out on a limb to make an animated movie of... About the Romanovs. The Romanovs <laughs> like, at all. Like, that wouldn't have not even yeah. gotten past, like, yeah. a story pitch meeting, probably. Yeah. Let alone having Russian mystic... Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh my gosh. Rasputin. Rasputin and, his, and his evil reliquary. Yes. Oh my god. Yeah. I mean, I'm all about like the first Hellboy movie mm-hmm. with like Rasputin's a villain and that. And just like very like HP Lovecraft. Yes. And like, you know, all that shit is just so fascinating. Mm-hmm. This is like a real person. And then, you know, all the stuff on and now I can't not call them the the Romanovs. Oh, the yes, the Romanovs. Yeah, because we just watched the, we just watched the Crown. Yeah, and so we have to we have and that to, whole episode about a oh that house. episode. Yes. Oh, yeah. so good. I mean, I think most people when they watch the Crown just have like Wikipedia open. Mm-hmm. On their, on they're their they're googling all that Literally. shit as they yeah. watch it. You know, as yeah. you watch it all, and with that in particular, yeah. and this episode coming up, mm-hmm. we were just like, woo! And you look at the side by sides of uh, the Tsar Nicholas with. Um, Okay, King George. with King George. King George. George, yeah, and they and just and they just, look like brothers. And they just look like yeah. brothers. Yes, and that all comes from just from uh, to just inbreeding, just genetic just inbreeding, genetic <laughs> inbreeding. <laughs> just mm-hmm. good old Queen Victoria, you know. But I, I don't know how true this is. But in that episode of The Crown, mm. Boris Yeltsin was telling them that you know. In in Russian, they don't say "once upon a time." They talk about they instead of. Once upon a time, they mm-hmm. say, like, in the days of, yeah, you know, 
having a czar in the and, days of the czar, of the yeah. czar. Mm-hmm. you know and that to them is their like fairy yeah. tale how does, so that kind of leads into hand does, in hand the, how yeah. this movie how does Angela Lansbury begin this movie does she say something similar like that in kind the prologue of, Some, yeah. something like that oh my gosh the land of fancy yeah <laughs> she said something about a long long time ago yeah but you know it's it is very interesting that this story mm-hmm. of the of the Romanovs and uh, well, I mean, if we really want to get into the actual pronunciation, I think Anastasia is not how you pronounce it's it. Anastasia. It's Anastasia. An- it's Anastasia. Oh, oh, she, oh, she's getting <laughs> yeah, she's getting real, Russian. real Russian <laughs> with it. Okay, Russian up in here. <laughs> so, Selena won Puerto Rican. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I just think of Anastasia's. Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills. Anastasia yes. Beverly Hills. And you know yes. who is related to the Anastasia Beverly Hills? Who? Like Maven. Sebastian Stan. Sebastian Stan. It's his aunt, oh. right? Anastasia mm-hmm. of Anastasia of Beverly Hills is Sebastian Stan's godmother. Okay, sure. Wow. And so Norvina is his good play cousin. Mm-hmm. Then. <laughs> who sometimes comes out to like introduce challenges and stuff. Oh, I yeah. love Norvina. Just a, just a subtle hint of mm-hmm. makeup. Just a, just, just a touch. Just, you know, dewy skin, you know. <laughs> something, yeah. Something for a Sunday a light afternoon. Brow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this, this material is something mm-hmm. that you can look up. It's Acts History. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, all the stuff about, uh, you know. There's a great Netflix doc. Um, well, it's like a docudrama called The Last Czar. Right. Yeah. Where it's like actual historians talking about the Romanovs. Mm-hmm. And but then it's interspliced with you know, historical recreations. Right. Yeah. Um, and you know, the, the long history mm-hmm. of the, the mystery of Anastasia, did mm-hmm. she, did she survive yes. these imposters coming forward? Right. And you know, when sewing uh, the diamonds into the corsets, I was, just, I I was just watching yes. a doc today uh, and I, and I like, I read that. On I did not know about that. Yeah. yeah. That, that when they were executed by firing squad, a lot of the younger girls mm-hmm. had on these diamond the lined corsets. Yeah. 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 Which so is what, did they, they know that going down there? Well, no. Well, they, they didn't just, know they were going down there. Sure. I think they were just trying to smuggle out the jewels. These yeah. were crown, crown jewels. This yeah. is the royal family. And when they said, get the fuck out of mm-hmm. the palace, they grabbed everything that they could. Mm-hmm. And while they were in exile... The women probably just did this thing where yeah. we're like, next time we need to move, we can't just be shoving these in our pockets. Exactly. When I'd really We're going to make them, we're just yeah. going to put them in this We're going to sew them into your so undergarments. So we can easily put them on. So they're going to be under your clothes. Yeah. And the, the son, the, the Zarevich. Alexei. Alexei. Yeah. He had some on as well. Yeah. And so like, he was shot several times. And, so like, that's and almost, so that's yeah. almost he proving that they were, that they thought they were being moved to a different place. Right. That they yes. had them on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they... But, but I mean, well, my point ultimately is that all this, this fairy tales and, mm-hmm. and the real Anastasia and is this girl is she still alive and all that? But like, when you get down to it and you read the history, they were all just murdered. Off. Yeah, they were yeah. at one yeah. taken to a basement day. and shot. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Execution style. And this style. shit is mm-hmm. fucking. Dark. And it's intense. It's, it's dark because, like, ob- obviously they didn't die right away. Yeah, so because they, of the jewels yeah. built and in, sewn into their clothing. A lot of them, the bullets, like mm-hmm. you know, oh my god! And, also, and, and then, the, and then, and then the, hitting them with the bayonets. The bayonets, and then after that, uh, right, they take them into this field in the middle of the woods, and then they're still alive. And then they pour acid on them too. Yeah, uh, yeah. 
And this would have all. I read that they like threw grenades on them mm-hmm. and like all this crazy mm-hmm. shit just to so that they, so that they couldn't identify them. They didn't exactly. have DNA testing at this time in 1917, yeah. but they couldn't identify them physically. So mm-hmm. they blew them up and poured acid and all this mm-hmm. crazy shit. And take in mind, this all would have been public knowledge around the time. They're developing the story in 95. Yeah. Well, this was right before Two. the DNA testing. Sure. Of so, are these bodies So they had just found wrong. the mass graves in 91. Mm-hmm. But they didn't quite identify all of them until later in the 90s, right? Yeah. yeah. And they didn't mm-hmm. identify – they didn't actually identify Anastasia until way until later. Until way later like than the that. 2010s yeah. or something, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, I think it was around like 2009. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. I remember um, that on the news. Yeah. So this shit is like a crazy dark story, but I think they were able to – and there's stuff in the movie too when she is – when I mean we'll get to it, but when Anya gets to the palace yeah. and she has her big like – Dance, once upon a December. Once upon a December, mm-hmm. and she dances with yeah. Nicholas. There's a shot from behind, no. and the whole family's walking it's up. So and sad. Like, ah! Yeah. I mean, as a kid, you don't notice this shit, but it's like they found ways mm-hmm. to put it in there. Well, the beginning of this movie always terrified me, and it was because I remember we were watching the the movie in the theater, and yeah. my mom leans over and she says, "This really happened." what those men are called bolsheviks (laughs) there and i mean when you get down to like fucking brass tacks these are the commies that Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. america in the 50s through like Mm -hmm. the rest of history were so afraid of yeah yeah these are the people that you know um in in being the Ricardos that like that like Ricky's yelling at Lucy oh my gosh, like this yeah. is why I fled Cuba you know mm-hmm. talking about the Bolsheviks and all that shit and it's like communism it's like okay socialism and communism yeah. as these theories are one thing but then when it, when you see stuff like this you're yeah. like ooh that was communism that was is not intense. just a red herring yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> very good and then kind of <laughs> when you, back. Yeah. and then when you kind of revisit this movie now and you're thinking about kind of the truth of the Romanovs is that I mean, they themselves were terror. Like, I mean, they were aristocrats living in this lavish wealth. Oh, yeah, while in a bubble. The rest of their yeah. country was yeah. like, yeah, starving. Mm-hmm. So they kind of just sort of put themselves in this position that they got overthrown. Well, and they too. did not listen. Well, they they listened to the wrong advisors, right? You know, they they just chose to live in this bubble, thinking that yeah. you know how the world worked for the previous right. hundreds of years. Yeah, kind of unknowingly orchestrating your own destruction Literally. during all yeah. of this. Yeah. yeah. And then, I mean, the whole, the, the whole thing about, you know, monarchy mm-hmm. and, like, the five crowned heads of Europe and all that shit. Mm-hmm. And like we said, Tsar Nicholas yeah. looking exactly like King George because of their mm-hmm. bloodline and all that. But his wife, Maria, mm-hmm. when you look at, the family tree. Yeah. His wife, Maria, goes back to Queen Victoria. Mm-hmm. She was a granddaughter of Queen yeah. Victoria. Yeah. But, like, Nicholas is the cousin of King George, mm-hmm. who also is tied to Queen Victoria. Yeah. They're so all related. Like, yeah, they're all cousins. Oh, fuck. All kissing cousins. That mm-hmm. shit is mm-hmm. wild. Uh, no, no wonder they're good at hemophilia. I mean, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So that brings us to the other thing of, mm-hmm. like, their actual association yeah. with Rasputin, right? Yes. And their actual association with him is that the mother, mm-hmm. the Tsarina, yeah. Maria, was like, Alexandra. Alexandra, I'm yeah. sorry. Maria was the grandmother. It was the grandmother. Mm-hmm. Uh, murder, she wrote. Yes. Handle and she, and yes. At, at, one time, mm-hmm. at one time, was her husband 
the czar? Yes. Then? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because she's Nicholas's mother, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. She's the dowager empress. Yeah. Maria. Yes, mm-hmm. that's it. Um, but yeah, Alexandra, the, the, the Tsarina, she, because she has, she carries hemophilia, she mm-hmm. passes it on to, uh, what's the son's name? Alexei. Alexei. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I don't know if he's extremely, you know, like yeah. prone to it or what, but she's just very protective of him. Yeah. And so she brings in Rasputin because he has the reputation for being a healer. A healer. Mm-hmm. And he was the Is only he and he was the only person that could heal yeah. the son. Yeah. Well, according to her. Yeah. So they really did have a rep, uh, uh, a relationship, a very with, close yeah, relationship from yes. everything that I've read. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I know we were talking about the 1950s Anastasia with um, I Brenner. watched a little bit of it today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it got Ingrid Bergman her second Oscar. Um, I didn't quite finish the movie, and Ingrid Bergman playing that role, ro- that playing to the back, playing row. to the back row <laughs> yeah, she in that role. Mm-hmm. Um, but th- have you also seen the old Nicholas and Alexandra film from? I want to say it was around the same time. No, no, mm-hmm. yeah, very, very good. I'd recommend that too, since it does it does go through the story of Nicholas and Alexandra, and then through their ultimate. Demise. Yul Brenner kind of playing yeah. the John Cusack. Dimitri kind role of, playing of the Dimitri that movie. Role. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, he's very good in that. Okay, so he's a, a Russian mystic, a self-proclaimed holy man, mm-hmm. befriended the family of Nicholas II, the last emperor of Russia, gaining considerable influence in the late in yeah. late imperial Russia. Um, and then they couldn't kill him either. That shit oh, was yeah. wild. That's wild, right? They, <laughs> like shooting like, him. They tried to poison him. Poisoning they him. They shot him. Put him in a box. They and they yep. castrate him. Too, yeah. I think I know that his dick is in a jar somewhere. Somewhere, yeah. Ah, ah, then eventually, ah, ah, he, they threw him in the river. They and threw him in the river, died. and yeah. he died by drowning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he is voiced in this movie by Christopher Lloyd. Mm-hmm. Yes, I mean plays a villain. Yeah. like no other. Scar- yeah. Scarred us all as Judge Doom. In <laughs> <laughs> yes. Roger Rabbit, we all still have mm-hmm. uh, have memories of that. And one of the most iconic villain songs, I think, it's in the Dark really of the Night. Good. There's like, there's it's like really good. those <laughs> bugs. Oh, come on, there's the bug electric, chorus. There's an electric guitar in that song. Yeah, yes. there's electric guitars. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is so Phantom of the Opera. I love yes, it. <laughs> and he's got the like the yeah. he's got the dark crystal or dark crystal. He's got the um, he has the rats of Nim hands, the secret of Nim mm-hmm. rat hands, mm-hmm. it's, it's bony fingers, um, and he's got. Little Bartok. Bartok. Uh, Hank Azaria. <laughs> Give her yes. a yeah and a yeah. And then a geeker, sir. Little white, white bat. White, white Love bat. It. Albino bat, yeah. Um, what I mostly remember is the merchandising. And I feel like Bartok mm. was like front and center. Yes. For this got his own spinoff. Yeah. He got a spinoff movie. Bartok mm. the Magnificent. <laughs> yeah. I think there was a little Bartok figure that you could get. I mean, I... Would have loved the Anastasia doll as a sixth grader. I did not get the Anastasia doll. <laughs> My friend Amanda had the Anastasia doll, and it was the Paris Elegance doll. So Ooh, the, the blue dress with okay. the cape. Yeah, I would want. Cape. I would want yeah, the blue dress. Good one. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. beautiful doll. What yeah. we what we loved about the animation in this movie is those kind of special effects when there would be sparkles. There's a sparkles. lot of jewels in this yeah, movie. There, There's a yeah, lot of sparkles, mm-hmm. and the way they did that is mm-hmm. so fucking cool. Yeah. <laughs> And the fact that they did it in like CinemaScope widescreen too, yes. yeah, so yeah. cool. Which yeah. watching that now on a nice TV, like Chef's Kiss, yeah, <laughs> like it is not in a little box. <laughs> I broke out our DVD me. that yeah, I think I got this DVD like ten years ago at Target for five dollars, and it, no joke, was a box on the screen. Yeah, 
It's not formatted for widescreen TVs. It is not formatted for widescreen TVs. <laughs> it is like that Family Guy joke of Lawrence of Arabia in its original Cinescope <laughs> widescreen format. And it's just a little rectangle on your TV. So I had to buy this on our Apple TV. And it is a nice digital copy Good. of it. Yeah. yeah. And it fits yeah. our... 55-inch TV. And did it come with all of the special features? Oh, yes. I watched all of them. The iTunes Mm -hmm. extras. Yeah, the Aaliyah music video. Yeah. We'll discuss that later. Oh, my God. Yeah, Yeah, we were talking about the music. So great. And the Aaliyah tie-in song. Also amazing. But, yeah, I mean, I think that just for children at the time, that it's so interesting that this kids' movie is so loaded with dark history. Mm -hmm. And I think for the most part, Don Bluth pulls it off. Well, you know... That's what the kids want. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, when you watch the the beginning of the movie, it is scary. It is scary, These men come in. But it's like... Do they explicitly say what happens to the rest of the family? They don't. don't. That's so weird. It's like, so the... Basically, the movie... The premise of the movie is that Rasputin curses the Romanov family. Mm -hmm. And so Rasputin's curse is what kicks off communist Russia. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. If it wasn't for that, then... uh... That is wild. (laughs) Yeah. And she just says that, you know, my Anastasia, my beloved granddaughter, I never saw her again. But she doesn't say what happens to the family. To the rest of them. To the rest of them. She just... All we know is that she gets Mm -hmm. separated. The train scene is, like, so intense. I'm getting, like, sweaty just thinking about it. So it's it's... Little Kirsten Dunst mm-hmm. doing little Kiki. the little Kiki doing the voiceover for mm-hmm. for Baby Anastasia. Uh, it's um, Angela Lansbury, mm-hmm. and there they have a song yes. together. Mm-hmm. And little Baby Anastasia sings two words mm-hmm. of the song, and it sounded to me like Kirsten Dunst. It's Lacey Chabert. <laughs> Is it really Lacey Chabert? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> God, <laughs> they brought her into. She's say, everywhere. She is everywhere. Speaking of Family Guy, she's the original Meg. Mm-hmm. Um, they brought her in to sing like two words. Yeah, <laughs> there's not a lot for. I mean, it's no, pretty much mostly. just. I mean, it's pretty much just Angela and Kelsey as the actor. Or well, in, well, and clearly, clearly Bernadette, because that's why you. Yeah. That's why you book that one exactly. <laughs> you have her sing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But I mean, this is the time. This is kind of the end of the time. When they did not give a good goddamn that the actor doing oh no you're gonna have you're gonna have your (laughs) your speaking voice of Bell and then oh I actually I think Paige O'Hara may have done Paige O'Hara did Um, I'm thinking of Jasmine yeah but yeah Jasmine you're gonna get Mm -hmm. Beatty Wong is gonna come in and then we're gonna get Donny Osmond to sing that song (laughs) and. No one will be the wiser. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and for the most part, they try to match it. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I was convinced. I thought that was Kirsten Dunn singing that well, two words. Christopher Lloyd does the voice of Rasputin, but then Jim Cummings Which we does were the singing sh- voice. We were of, gagged when we looked yeah, that up. We were yeah. gagged. The voice of Winnie the Pooh. Because he matched it so well. We mm-hmm. were like, oh, this sounds like Christopher Lloyd. It's probably him. Yeah. Yeah, Jim Cummings, I mean, icon. 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 I mean, he's done so many voices for. I mean, Winnie the Pooh, Tigger. Tigger. Yeah. Yeah, he does a lot of uh, he did a lot of like Disney afternoon stuff. He did yeah. uh, um, Mont- Montgomery Jack on uh, mm-hmm. Rescue Rangers and a bunch of other stuff like that. Um, but yeah, uh, so it's interesting getting like you know John Cusack and and Meg Ryan to voice these characters, and they did. I mean, does Dimitri have a lot of singing? There's there's quite R- a bit of singing. Of Saint yeah. Petersburg. Oh, okay. oh yeah, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. I think he has like a, re- a reprise of. Okay. Um, What's the song that that Kelsey Grammer sings when they're dancing on the boat? Oh, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, and then and um, uh, 
Learn to do it. Learn to do it, mm-hmm. and then right. Paris holds the key to your heart. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, the big, the big like through line is the "Once Upon a December" like mm-hmm. melody. Yeah, because that's in the music box, isn't it? It, it is, is the same melody. Yeah. They also use "Journey to the Past" later. Oh, in the score. Yeah, yeah, score by yeah. David Newman of the Newman Dynasty. <laughs> Got him an Oscar <laughs> nomination Newman's. too. So really? it's back with the Oscars used to divide their scores to music and comedy mm-hmm. and drama. They do. They stop doing that in like '99. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think that they only briefly did it in the '90s too. Okay. Wasn't a thing that they always did, yeah. but it's the reason why uh, movies like My Best Friend's Wedding and Anastasia got those score nominations. Sure, mm-hmm. sure. So um, I think the Anastasia character design is really successful because mm-hmm. they start her off as a as a child. Mm-hmm. When they age her up, you know, it looks it looks right. Um, her hair bothered me. She got Thumbelina hair. She the got length Thumbelina of it, hair. The length of it is very interesting because it's like they <laughs> they got her some extensions when she gets to Paris. Or it was just a really long walk from yes, Russia to right. Paris. Because she kind of starts with the half ponytail. Yes. Like a bob with the half ponytail, mm-hmm. half up, half down. And then all of a sudden, it's like down her butt. Yeah. I think that she got like a clip-in from some like she got some- cart on <laughs> yeah. the walk yeah. through Russia. I don't know. Exactly. Some gypsy was selling one. We can't some, say that. No. But. <laughs> Jessica Simpson magic hair. Um I mean, speaking of uh, Andrea Martin in this movie, Andrea Martin's Conrad Flemingkoff, Conrad Flemingkoff, and I think that she's the, I think she's the old lady that uh, Meg Ryan, An- Anastasia, oh, yes, yeah, go, go, see, go Dimitri see Dimitri in the old palace. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. so just, there's two. Okay, mm-hmm. that's funny. But yeah, she, that, that, uh, there's not enough of her. No, definitely not. Yeah, <laughs> there should be more. There should be more. Yeah, it's 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 interesting that it starts off with you know the those opening scenes, which are like mm-hmm. they're magical and yeah. it's like there's like intrigue and suspense and you're scared. It's super dark. What's going on? Yeah. It's all dark. Um, and then we have the big like St. Petersburg like song with the ugliest looking peasants. Yeah. That, <laughs> well, I mean, this is St. Petersburg <laughs> oh. in the twenties. Well, and then I was always fixated as a kid. The scene, well, in the song, right, and they're they're all like gossiping to each other, mm-hmm. and there's like a close up of all their mouths, and you can see like the saliva like coming off of all of their mouths. Sure. And- so and gross. that's gross. I mean, this yeah. would have been a big deal for animation because I think prior to computer effects and putting them in animation, I don't think this scene looks like this. That you if you were hand drawing, you couldn't hand draw this many people right. in mm-hmm. a scene. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of one of the first big moments in a movie like this that yeah. you could use modern technology and mm-hmm. make it into like a movie. Like all that's the sudden, thing, yeah. yeah. Like they were doing, like Lion King was doing it with animals and then we had hunchback i think was like the yeah. big, the one yes. that had the biggest hunchback crowd, came out crowd scenes hunchback yeah. came out in 96 yeah. mm-hmm. and i mean it doesn't stand out as like oh that looks like terrible cgi but it does there is something about it that you're mm-hmm. like okay something's different it's kind of it's the scenes where there's the big wide shots of the winter palace mm-hmm. yeah. or like of something like a train right. of mm-hmm. that when you get these very fluid camera motions well yeah mm-hmm. i would like to talk about Madeline Ashton, and <laughs> I would like to talk about Don Bluth's heavy use of rotoscope. Yeah, in his mm-hmm. movies, mm-hmm. I don't think that's something that I didn't really notice. And I mean, I never thought of that as a kid. But yeah. I think that when I started to study more animation, 
into when I was an adult, and then yeah. I found out about stuff like rotoscope. Yeah, and photographing actors on a stage, and then having the animators pretty much trace over trace them over it, yeah. to well, just get the fluid. We've all well, seen back to yeah. Disney. Well, we've all seen the Disney yeah. live action reference footage. Yeah, but they don't rotoscope Disney usually. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they did, and Pinocchio they rotoscoped the. Um, uh, Stromboli's yeah. uh, carriage. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. you know, and s- sometimes there are things that you know are moving in three dimensions mm-hmm. that they might rotoscope like that, but they don't usually do it with characters. They use yeah. it for reference. But I, there's something about Don Bluth movies that um, they they do a lot of a lot more rotoscoping with the characters. And, and the first time I watched Anastasia, that was something that like really slapped me across mm. the face. I was like, it's pretty this. much, it's the big scene with Dimitri when he's introduced and he's jumping in the window mm-hmm. that you're, that mm-hmm. you're like, Oh, that looks a little too fluid yeah. to have been drawn. Yeah. There's just something a little uncanny sure. Valley about it to yeah. me, mm-hmm. at least when I was watching it, where I was like, it just doesn't look like something that's animated. It looks like something that someone did that they animated over, mm-hmm. which, you know, it's fine. Um, it's still a beautiful movie and it's, I couldn't fucking do it. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it's interesting of when you really see that in certain moments with characters. Yeah. Yeah. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you, you see it a little bit in like there when they dance, when there's, when there's crowd scenes, things like that. Um, and when we first see Anya Mm -hmm. kind of in her like adult stage. Leaving the orphanage. Leaving the orphanage, yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, this fucking dog. Does this dog fly? What is going on? Puka. Puka. Little ears. (laughs) Yeah. We noticed that in the uh, the concept art of when they were trying to get Meg Ryan to sign on to this movie, they animated a bit of, I think that she's in the Winter Palace. Mm -hmm. And they pulled dialogue from Sleepless in Seattle to kind of put over the animation to sell her on yeah. this can actually work because I think she was hesitant about doing voiceover for mm-hmm. this type of movie. I think also the subject matter with Meg Ryan, she wasn't really sure about. Sure. Uh, but we noticed that she is – that the Puka character is a ferret. That would have been a very interesting That would have been a choice. very interesting choice <laughs> to have animated a ferret. Why not? Aren't they from, you know – Meg Ryan. Yep. Up there mm-hmm. in the snow, little white ferret. <laughs> um, yeah so An- anastasia's uh character design to me uh, like the hair i had problems with the hair when mm-hmm. it's up in this like it's a little inconsistent this weird yeah. thing yeah. but then she wears a hat most of the time yeah um which is fine uh and then you know we get we do get introduced to dimitri right away mm-hmm. and both of you feel some type of way oh my oh. god <laughs> yeah i Lots. used to think dimitri it's voice by, by john cusack yeah was so dreamy well he's got like the the 90s hair yes. like the flippy 90s yeah. hair yeah. and then his his sleeves are rolled up yeah. so he's like got those like nice Forearms. animated yeah. arms <laughs> nice animated arms he has yeah. a good butt i noticed mm-hmm. that last night in our viewing mm-hmm. um and also kind of today when i revisit this movie the character is drawn, I think, with a broken nose. Broken, or at mm. least he has a really good arch in his nose. Yeah. Which you do not see that no, a lot yeah. in animation, is sort of real features put onto, put onto characters. Yeah. He's fine. And, and John Cusack's <laughs> voice, too, is just like, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. it's so smooth. It's very, yeah. it's very pleasing. Yeah. Pete, has John Cusack ever done it? I mean, you love, you love Better Off Dead. I do love Better Off mm-hmm. Dead. 
He's cute um, and better I off mean, dead. You know, he's very uh, specific looking. Uh, my sister definitely had a big crush on John Cusack for a long time. I was not the biggest say anything fan. And so the whole like Lloyd Dobler, all I used that to love, stuff. I used to love Say Anything when I was 17. I'd be curious to see how that movie holds up now. Yeah. You know, there, I know that I have a lot of gal pals, um, my gal pal Moran, very into Lloyd Dobler and the whole thing with him. Mm-hmm. And yeah, again, I'm a big John Cusack fan. I love Better Off Dead. Um, but I, I don't know. To me, I got more of like, I thought it was funny. I thought it was charming. But I was never super like, oh yeah, yeah. I'm gonna make it Cusack. very clear. I'm just here for Dimitri. <laughs> <laughs> right, and yeah, I, and that's the I thing think yeah. the reason why I'm her. into John Cusack is because of Dimitri. Of Dimitri. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And I mean, now he's kind of like off his rocker. I don't know. Is he? He's a little oh, kooky. Is, is he kooky now? Yeah. Yeah. I think he's a little kooky. Oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it, it happens. Um, but, yeah. Uh, and, again, I came to this movie late. I was an adult. And mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, yeah, this character. All right. Work. I think had I seen it younger, I probably would have appreciated yeah. the Dimitri character. Yeah. So the character of Dimitri right. and um, Kelsey Grammer. Uh, what's his name? Vlad. 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 So they are very in on, we are going to pass off a Russian girl mm-hmm. to this grandmother, yeah. the dowager, yeah. and get the money. She's offering a reward. She's offering an award. 10 million rubles. 10 million rubles. Because there is a rumor in St. Petersburg mm-hmm. a rumor that she survived. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which is then where you get the iconic, like, Tallulah Bankhead grandma. (laughs) Oh, my God. Next, please. Grandma. It's me, Anastasia. Brother. Icon. Like, the most iconic part of the movie, arguably. (laughs) I think that they even referenced Tallulah as just the main inspiration for the character. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Yeah, I love that there's that there's like auditions. Yes, <laughs> so funny. Auditions <laughs> in the Winter Palace. So, mm-hmm. was the Winter Palace ever just boarded just up a, and vacant? Just abandoned? Was this a, a thing? A, a par- according the to the knows? according to the cartoon, which you know is a yeah. trusted source. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe accurate. there just would have been a weird mm-hmm. couple years in the twenties when probably it yeah. was semi vacant. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. There was that movie in the 2000s called The Russian Ark that was shot at the Winter Palace, and it's mm. one take. Do you guys remember that? Mm-mm. I remember the one yep. take. It was yeah. one take, and they walked through this palace. Mm-hmm. Wow. When they finally do get together, we get a little bit uh, – we get a little um, My Fair Lady going yes. on. Well, right. I, mean, yeah. I mean, if you're going to be doing a Julie Andrews reference, Anastasia even has her eye of confidence – song from uh. sound of music it is yeah. uh journey to the journey past, to the past. yeah mm-hmm. totally yeah they're gonna be sort of pulling musical theater references i mean that's pretty much what that song they is. talk about that in the commentary mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. okay yeah and what was cool is was like you know anastasia and the character of anya we we hadn't really had a spunky princess because she's she's kind of a brat she is in this movie she is yeah, yeah. you know like I think up until this point, like a lot of the the animated heroines, mm-hmm. you know, that that I can think of, right? Maybe I mean, maybe the exception Jasmine's of Princess kind Jasmine. Of, Jasmine's kind of she's a little spunky. Jasmine has some attitude, <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I th- I think with somebody like Belle, like she she 
you know, she's defiant of mm-hmm. Gaston, but a little less like, but um, not so much in your face. Yeah, yeah. And she's yeah. not like a poor little rich girl like Jasmine is. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, you know, Anya and Dimitri are full on bickering yes. in this movie. Yes. True. Yeah. True. Vlad has like a tally of all of the burns that Anya <laughs> has against that, him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's pretty savage when she's she when she's talking to him. Yeah. Well, and there's also that physical comedy where she keeps beating the hell out of him, like, mm-hmm. at every moment, accidentally. Of course. Accidentally mm-hmm. on purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, that is, that's kind of a fun beat of this character, yeah. too. Um, and I think Meg Ryan's a good choice. Yeah, I think Meg Ryan's yeah. voice really well. lends itself really yeah. well to animation. And I'm kind of surprised, especially in the past, I mean, I hate to say couple decades, but that's what it's pretty yeah. much yeah. been, yeah. is that she hasn't really been working in major Mm -mm. studio movies consistently since pretty much that movie where she's the boxing manager against the ropes. But I'm kind of surprised. I'm kind of surprised that she hasn't fallen back to, to more voiceover work. Yeah. I want to see her narrate like insurance commercials, right? (laughs) So we can get, we can get something better than that. I mean, she's got all those residuals (laughs) from her nineties movies. Mm -hmm. I think she's good. She's, (laughs) she doesn't need to do any more work. She's in a fine place. But, um, She does not do the singing voice. We can talk a little bit about Liz. Yes, Liz Calloway. Liz Calloway. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. You know, Broadway actress. Um, I think that she was in stuff like Cats, I think. She was in Cats. Mm -hmm. She's very famous for her version of Meadowlark, which was a song from The Baker's Wife, originally sung by Patti LuPone. Um, Mm. That's a great cover to check out, too. But um, I remember reading the liner notes for the soundtrack as a kid and figuring that out because I think that when I, when I well, like when I first saw the movie when you're a kid you just assume of course of course that is Meg Ryan's singing voice mm-hmm. and then when I was reading <laughs> the liner notes oh are you just gagged that that's not her <laughs> there's two different voices <laughs> what um so you forwarded you forwarded this YouTube video <laughs> yes. to me earlier in the week. Yeah. And she tells a little story. It's so good. So this is... The speaking voice yeah. was Meg Ryan. Okay, do you... I did the singing voice of okay. Meg Ryan. Now, Liz told me that when she met Meg Ryan, it didn't go so well. Can you please elaborate? You didn't tell me you were going to ask. You told me not to ask you what, you, what I was going to ask you. She said, don't tell me what you're going to ask. Now you have to reveal it. No, I introduced myself to her at the opening night party, and I said, hi, I'm Liz Calloway, and I did your singing voice. And she said, oh, really? I told everyone I did the singing. She walked away. <laughs> And I, of course, in Shirley's Calloway fashion, was just like, oh, okay, great. Jade. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. That is hysterical. And, and that's um, Seth Rudusky talking to her, who's a, you know, big Broadway guy. Okay. Um, you know, uh, if you ever just look up Seth Rudusky videos, he does, like, all these interviews of all, like, the big Broadway oh, okay. leading men and women. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I feel like to me as a kid, I was kind of aware of the singing voice versus the voiceover for the main character going back to Aladdin. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, because Ariel did her own singing. She sure did. <laughs> she sure did. Jody Benson. Did. Jody, Jody Benson, Benson came from the stage. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. But I specifically remember on the Disney Channel them kind of showing behind the scenes of of – Aladdin mm-hmm. and seeing Brad Kane and Leia Salonga and being like, that's not, that's not DJ Tanner's boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> what? Um, I just kind of being like, oh, okay, I guess that's something that they do. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe and she did say that that was at the premiere. Mm-hmm. So maybe maybe Meg didn't get to tell that many people. <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> I mean, this was also sort of at the height of Meg Ryan, and that is ninety-seven. True. Yeah, who's gonna who's gonna tell off Meg Ryan? Right? <laughs> mm-hmm. well, this is the same year that she did Addicted to Love, a movie that I love, oh, directed by Griffin Dunn, with her and Matthew Broderick. Broderick. I love Addicted to Love. The Sally Hirschberg, like, hair. Mm. When you look up anything that she's doing press, she has this, like, beautiful blonde hairstyle that's, like, meticulously placed It's just very strands. Piecey, piecey yeah, little strands yeah. just kind of sticking out in every kind of like her, you got male hair? Yep. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But in Addicted to Love, she's more edgy. Mm-hmm. Oh. She wears smudged, <gasps> like, black like, Not my Mag. eyeliner. I know. She's very edgy in that Addicted movie. to Love is a... Stupid movie, but I love it though. It's pretty dumb. Okay, I'll need mm-hmm. to check it out. I watch it whenever I'm sick. <laughs> Kelly Aww. Preston. Whenever I, I like, yeah, I, I, I call Preston. out of work. I always put on a dick. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know that Meg Ryan. She's a, she's an edgy gal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I mean, again, I think the singing voices match up very well. They yeah, do. They, they do. do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, job, so. totally. I'm not I'm not faulting anybody. And again, this was at that time when that mm-hmm. it just kind of did that in movies, and then we kind of swung back around now to having the voice actors doing their singing, doing everything, doing everything. Yeah, yeah. I feel like again, movie musicals now or just anything for animation. I feel like everything is really hard to sing now because everything is like written for yeah. a tenor, right? Like, yeah, you have, like the super high. Like you really voice. have to cast a specific type yeah. of actress, like Kristen Bell or. Adina Menzel that can nail all of those notes. Well, even Adina Menzel doesn't nail all the notes she every can. time. She so. can always nail it, too. Mm-hmm. But in the studio, she's we, great. She's human, we, yeah. We she can Oscars. do it in the studio. <laughs> if she can do it once, that's all we need. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just get it on that record. Yeah. Which I'm I'm still a little salty that the Demi Lovato pop version of of Let It oh, Go. Let It Go. Never got to have its moment. Yeah, really people, it didn't. People yeah. just never, loved. It never got the chart. No. <laughs> people just loved Adina too much. They did, they did yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, that brings us to pop versions. The oh, pop version the pop of version. Journey <laughs> to the Past by Aaliyah. Ugh, I remember iconic. just hitting the repeat button on my little <laughs> disc man <laughs> when I would be in the car and just listening to that mm. fucking song like a hundred times. In a week. It was so good. I loved... uh, We were watching the special features. And there's Aaliyah, Mm -hmm. all 20 years old. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Looks young. And... um, Because I think she's my age. I think she was my age. I think she's 77. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And her explaining it, you know, how they adapted it Mm -hmm. to be a pop song. And she's like, you know, so we added a beat to it, you know, to make it... Yeah. For the radio. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yes, you did add a beat to that song. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you did. And that beat fucking slaps. Yes, it's so good. (laughs) Yeah. And then there's there's another song, too, that plays during the credits. Mm. Uh, Are you talking about um, the Donna... Donna Lewis? Donna Lewis and Richard Marks mm-hmm. at the beginning. I at the beginning. I also love that, yes, that song. That's such a good song. I've been, been listening to that song on repeat. And the thing about this soundtrack is that you can't stream can't any of this anywhere. shit. Mm-mm. You have to find it on YouTube or I have old digital copies just from old downloads. That you probably from ripped from your CD. Decades ago yeah. that I ripped 
from a CD or I got it off like some torrent. Yeah. So I have it on my iTunes, but there's something weird with the music rights to this that this soundtrack is not on streaming. It's not on Spotify. Mm-hmm. It's not on Apple. Can't find it nothing. Yeah. You could put your uh, you could put your phone up to the TV and do a voice note of like the, the songs. And I have done that. <laughs> I use We've I all use been there. I use the voice <laughs> memo app a lot for this show. But um, I remember when Aaliyah performed the song at the Oscars. Mm, this was wow. the same year that Elliot Smith and Celine Dion were in the same category as her. Oh my gosh! That, wow. I remember them all singing it on the broadcast, wow. and I would rewatch that ceremony a lot because I had it taped. It was the Titanic ceremony, so of course, of course. Uh, so of course, twelve-year-old me yeah. would watch that on repeat, just twelve months out of the year, just to see the Titanic clips. Ugh. But yeah, Aaliyah performed it at the Oscars Iconic. too. Iconic! Wow. So Miss Misery, my heart will go on, and what's the name of the song from this movie? Journey to the Past. Journey to the, the past. past, and also um, the other Disney rival movie that came out this year, um, the one Mr. Michael Bolton. I will go to I will go the journey from Hercules. Was go the distance. Oh, go the I'll go, go the distance. distance. I'll go the distance. Yeah. Oh, Hercules. Mm-hmm. Michael oh. Bolton did I did go the distance. He did the pop version. Yep. Oh wow. I don't Do you not remember, remember that? that? I don't yeah. remember that either. Ooh. But I, I I mean this is movies that made us gay podcast. So clearly I was more into Anastasia than I was into Hercules. <laughs> See now, little Hercules. I was always like, oh well. I mean, yeah, for sure, for sure. Big hunky Hercules, yeah, muscle we, daddy. We love it. That's we, right. We love it. And I mean, Tate Donovan, get out of here. Yeah, <laughs> I, we'll, we'll I think that for I the love Hercules both. Episode. I mean, yeah. Hercules was like the sexy Disney prince, yeah, and then beautiful, not Disney princess, <laughs> Anastasia. Yeah, yeah. Um, so okay, so Disney princess. We talked a little bit about the 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 sparkle effects mm-hmm. and some of the outfits. Some of the some of the costume changes, gowns, but, yeah, the gowns. gowns, the beautiful gowns. Yeah, you both like the blue. I like the blue. I like the blue number that she goes to the opera with. Yeah, I yeah. think that's that's the one for me. Um, mm-hmm. Although the once upon a December dress yeah. that she like twirls into oh, it's all I feel magical. Like the once upon a december dress was in all of the marketing it, yes. it was usually like yeah. the anastasia mm-hmm. doll i remember it being mm-hmm. this look yeah okay yeah. i like the i like the blue dress too because it has that yeah. like cape thing that's yes. like pinned to the back mm-hmm. and it's like sheer yeah and it has like sparkles on it and i well. remember being very upset when i went to go see anastasia the broadway musical mm. and she did not do a quick change during once oh. upon a december what? really no what yeah she hell? just stays in her rags oh her that's time. lame they could have so figured out a really fierce right? quick change in her for that. tattered mm-hmm. rags tell, tell me <laughs> yeah i was like I, I, I turned to my boyfriend at the time I'm like what the fuck is this <laughs> Yeah, no, that's the whole thing. That's why you go to these shows, to mm-hmm. see the spectacle. Exactly. <laughs> I love that moment of the movie where she's dancing with these ghosts from the past. Yes. Because I think it works either way that they – that is this all coming from Anastasia's, like, repressed memories? Her collective her time, trauma. Her yeah. collective trauma of her time in the past, or are they actual ghosts? <laughs> I think it works either way. Either way. I, open to interpretation. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this movie also does the age-old cliche of amnesia. Have any has any of us ever met someone with amnesia? Girl, and she had amnesia for ten years. Mm-hmm. I met a drag queen named Amnesia. 
<laughs> and this isn't like overboard amnesia where she gets amnesia like couture, where she gets stage. like where Goldie Hawn gets her her memories back in like no two weeks, a matter, no. yeah, mm-hmm. a, matter, a month or two. No. Well, and the amnesia is like played up in the um, Yul Brenner nineteen fifties Anastasia uh, too. Okay, okay so yeah. I didn't finish the movie. Is the gag yeah, of the it's movie four hours. that oh no? It's, it's not that long. It's only like an hour and forty minutes. Really. Why? Just like when, you were, when you were a child, yeah. it just felt like yeah. it was that long. Yeah. So is the gag of that movie, is she actually Anastasia or is she a fraud? We, because, ne- we don't know at the end. Okay, so you don't know. Because no. I know that they're pretty much basing that character mm-hmm. from Anna Anderson, mm-hmm. the actual woman who came forward and claimed to be the Grand Duchess of Russia. Yeah. And she had a history of mental illness. Mm-hmm. There was, like, suicide attempts. I think that she spent time in a asylum. Mm-hmm. Before she came forward with all of that during the 20s. Um, I think that she held on for pretty much her whole life. And they even hired investigators to prove that it wasn't mm-hmm. her. And I think wow. that until like the day that she died and she died yeah. in America, like I think she was still she was sticking like, to the God story. damn it, I'm Anastasia. I don't know. Well, I, again, it, it has been so long since I've watched that movie. And I tried watching it the other night, but of course I fell asleep. Um, but I do recall at the end, there's like, she reunites with the grandmother and they're, you know, it, it, it follows the beats of the animated film pretty okay. much pretty closely. But then, you know, instead of running off with Dimitri, she just, she disappears. Uh, okay. And so we don't know if... You know, if, if, if she actually was a fraud or if what, whatever it was. but Yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. I was thinking about that as we were rewatching this this Anastasia the other night. I was thinking, what if they did kind of, like, leave it ambiguous mm-hmm. at the end of this movie? Mm-hmm. But they couldn't do that. No. Yeah. <laughs> Not in a children's movie. Not for a children's movie. <laughs> They're just like, she's, <laughs> she's the princess. Well, I guess she's not yeah. the princess. The Grand Duchess. The Grand Duchess. Yeah. yeah. I guess the Russian royalty is different. A little but, different, yeah. yeah. But that, yeah, that is very, that's mm-hmm. very interesting. Yeah. Mm. Um, favorite song in the movie? <gasps> God. Okay, let me <laughs> think about think this. About yeah. I'm thinking, about, I mean, I think it's. I mean, they're all it, great. They're all great. Oh they're all bangers. God. But I think that Journey to the Past is my yeah. favorite. Yeah. I think it, it, it's such a, I love narratives of songs like mm-hmm. this. It's the, it's like the, it's the song. For the protagonist, like yeah. they are on this journey, it's mm-hmm. like they're the whole song is a sort of you see their confidence level mm-hmm. progress okay. as the yeah. song yeah. goes on. Yeah. yeah, all right. Mm-hmm. I like Once Upon a December. I yeah. like, um, yeah. I think it's I so good. I mean, it's the wig in a box number <laughs> of this movie. <laughs> it's the empo- it's the empowering ballad yeah. of your protagonist. Yeah. I mean, yeah. speaking of wig in a box, um, I love In the Dark of the Night. When Rasputin wears that wig. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, that's Badania. We have to talk about Rasputin and Bartok in the neither world. Just just <laughs> with these these harmonizing bugs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I mean, we're in well, limbo. I mean, you have to have fine. somebody for Rasputin to talk to. We just can't be yes. there alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They talk so about in the commentary, too. They like, had to mm-hmm. animate little bugs yeah. to be with them. Mm-hmm. I mean, all great movie villains, especially animation, have... have Minions, yep. yeah, and not little yellow gibber-speaking minions. Actually, no. actual minions. Yeah, mm-hmm. actual <laughs> it was, minions. It was a word before. Mm-hmm. It was a word. <laughs> it was a word before Despicable before Me. Elimination uh, Studio. <laughs> but um, minions, people, I don't yeah, get them. I, right? Yeah, and the memes. Ugh. Like what? <laughs> Gross. 
fun. Um, but I, I love just the fact that they're playing on he's dead. Yeah. He's dead. Quite literally dead, falling dead, apart. He's dead, yeah. dead, dead. Mm-hmm. He's in limbo. Mm-hmm. His head's walking away. They, they, they call it purgatory, I think. Purgatory. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Well, limbo, purgatory. Same diff. It's where the, it's where the unbaptized babies I mean, go. you mentioned H.P. Lovecraft, and this is very Lovecraftian. Ooh, yes. very, what, like, yeah. where exactly is he? Absolutely. He's almost on... Have you seen The Fountain? I, With Hugh Jackman? Are, he's almost when in... When are we like, doing The Fountain episode? Whatever, <laughs> whatever, fountain like, episode. whatever he's like traveling oh, through space God. in yeah. The Fountain, yes. it's kind of like that. It is in like his, that. In yeah. his Glinda bubble. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man. Does that mean I have to watch The Fountain again? Woo. Oh, it's so good, though. <laughs> I cry every time. It's good, but you need to be real... Real sad? Real stoned. I mean, it's short. It's like <laughs> it's 90 minutes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I, lo- I love all that shit. We love a good villain song. We do. I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> and um, even yeah, I the, love all the recipe and stuff. Even the Paris song is great, too, with Bernadette. Like, sure. come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And on all of the, the pop culture references to Paris at the time, right? Like Josephine Oh, yeah. Baker Who do we get? And... We get Josephine Baker. We get mm-hmm. Freud. Freud. <laughs> Gertrude Stein. Mm-hmm. Isabella Duncan. Not Gertrude Stein. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. Do we get Dolly anywhere? Salvador Dolly. I don't know if we get Dolly, Salvador but Dali? if you notice no. when they go to the Moulin Rouge, it changes into that, like, George yeah. Surratt, like, pointillism. Oh, it's sure. It's a change yeah. of animation yeah. style that yeah. I think is pretty cool. That's it's fun. really cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Our watches are talking to us. Yeah, sorry. (laughs) Love all of the Paris stuff Mm -hmm. when they finally get there. Yeah. And I mean, this movie has a shopping spree moment in it. They go to Chanel. (laughs) Mm -hmm. They go to, they, they go to Chanel. Mm -hmm. Love it. Yeah. Um, I did think it was funny in the commentary they talked about how Bernadette wasn't happy that her character was fat. But you know what? Uh, <laughs> Looking back on it now, how refreshing that she is right? a fully figured woman and she they let her be sexy. She is so sexy. Yeah, they let yeah. her be sexual, yeah. which yeah. I think is really interesting. Mm-hmm. And not something that you see a lot. No. Yeah. No, <laughs> she is so sexy with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Love that. Uh, Scott, you were talking about the the Vlad character. Being a little like off, not off model, but I mean, he doesn't quite match Anastasia and Dimitri. Of that, they're clearly going for realism mm. with those two characters, mm-hmm. and there's something a little more cartoonish with Vlad. Yeah, yeah, he almost looks like a like modeled from an American tale. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. Which I mean, it doesn't necessarily take you out of the movie, but mm. I could see as a creator being like, it's not. Looking yeah. back, I would fix it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Think, thinking, thinking that. So yeah. That, yeah. That kind of makes sense, but I mean, it's like I said, you know, the to me, the the human character, all the characters are human, but you know, the the characters are so um, much more like defined in this movie and less mm. cartoonish mm-hmm. than in a in a Disney movie. Yeah, you know? is that probably why whenever you see home video releases of this movie, the Art on the cover is always really it's weird. Crazy. <laughs> that weird. They, they clearly weren't sticking to the proportions or yeah. the animation yeah. style of the character, so they just had somebody come in and draw a cartoon <laughs> version of it. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, because like my my Blu-ray cover is weird. It's that one that yeah mm-hmm. that one that we know which one you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, the cover you have for your Apple version mm-hmm. is weird too. But I feel like the Apple version is a little more on model than it is mm. on the home video releases of it. Yeah. But yeah. I just remember the, is it the VHS where she's looking right 
Yes, she's and, she's looking up. Yeah, yeah. and, it's and like, there's a sh- it's a shot from the movie, isn't it? I think there's a shot of her like right leaving. It's when the... she it's when she trips over the log and yes. she sees the signs to Paris. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, or that, not like, not to Paris. I meant Saint Petersburg. Saint Petersburg. Mm-hmm. I noticed that. I was like, that's the cover of the VHS. <laughs> like they took a freeze frame and they made a poster out of it. Pete, do you love that they if we're also going to be hitting movie cliches in this movie? Mm-hmm. Anastasia has a locket. I was gonna. She I was gonna go there. We're I mean, talking about Paris. I love any together in Paris to go. where an orphan child has a locket, straight up and little orphan know, Annie and I don't style. Know what it means and I don't know who gave it to me. Mm-hmm. How else would would we another thing no that I've seen a lot in movies? I have never just run into a person that has a locket from their childhood with like a a picture or words or something like together in Paris. <laughs> Definitely not something that I just assumed that I would be seeing a lot more. But you know what's fucking cool? Mm. That locket is the key. Key to the music to box. The music box. I wanted that music box oh so my bad. God. And then when I went, so I went to go see the Broadway show mm-hmm. and they, you could buy the music <gasps> box and you could buy the locket. Oh shit. Okay. So yeah. what are the major differences between the movie and the Broadway show? There's no Rasputin. What? <laughs> I know. Did they take it out just because it wouldn't be like PC to a modern I don't audience? I know why. You they know, took did it they not want to go there? I think it's because it's the le- and a lot of like mm-hmm. dubious facts yeah. of a real life events. Mm-hmm. I think that's the one that's like really doesn't line up. Okay, sure. So, I think he was already dead at this mm-hmm. by the time the, they came well, in. Well, because the like the czar like. Did he die pre-revolution? No, the the czar was killed in the basement with the rest of them. No, I meant like I meant Rasputin. Oh, Rasputin. Ooh, that's like, a good question. Did they get I rid of him while he, they were in power? He died in December of 1916. I have the Wikipedia. Yeah, okay. so they they would have already been in exile yeah. by then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I don't know if they if they knew that Rasputin had been killed. Yeah. So and I think it's just. That was one of the things where they took the biggest liberty yeah. in making him the villain, and isn't just the the Bolsheviks are like communism, communism is the villain of the musical. Yeah, yes. yeah. they have a, a whole character named his name's like Gleb or something like that. <laughs> um, some like random Russian uh, name, and he was one of the soldiers in the basement. Oh, that! Oh, yikes. wow! Yeah. So oh 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 so his musical his does really bit, go there. It really does. Oh my gosh! Right. Yeah, they show they the the prologue is really cool because they like kind of in in yeah in in dramatic format right they show like the the family going into exile mm-hmm. and, and like the shots and, and all that um so he was one of the soldiers in the basement so his unfinished business is to finally kill off anastasia oh, Lord. um but Are you sitting in the audience flipping through the playbook and being like where the hell is in the dark of the night we literally yeah <laughs> where the where is that song for <laughs> yeah but other other than that it's it follows all of the beats of the movie okay. um Except uh, Journey to the Past is the Act One finale, so and and if you watch it, it's actually really cool because it like she's singing it and then it ends and there's like you know Paris in the distance and mm-hmm. it looks really cool. Oh, okay, yeah, that's fun. That's mm-hmm. fun. Yeah, but there's no quick change. But there ain't no quick change in Once Upon a <laughs> December. Let's get that. No train scene. <laughs> there is a train scene actually. Yeah, okay. but it's not. There, there are no like little demons coming to like, <laughs> derail the train. <laughs> uh, no, the communists come instead. Uh, yeah, Dirk. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. But there is right. like the the Sophie character is is in the is in the play. Um, the 
the the the grandmother is also has a big part in it too. The Vlad character is in it. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was very disappointed. I didn't get to go to it. It was really good. Mm-hmm. I recommend it. I mean, there's a tour, <laughs> there's still a tour I think going around. Yeah. So. Yeah. Whenever it comes back. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, you know what? I also noticed going back to the going back to the music box really quickly. Mm. In the opening credits, the music box looks almost stop motion. Yeah. It's not quite mm-hmm. CG. Mm-hmm. It's like, it looks physical. Yeah. yeah. Like it's there. And then all the shots of the music mm-hmm. box are CG. Um, yeah. Later on. So you have the little character, the little figure. See, I'm, yeah. Like she picked, the grandmother picks it up, puts mm-hmm. it in her bag and it's like. There's something different about yeah. the music box compared to the rest of the, the <laughs> yeah, composition of the in, shot. It's in three dimensions, but it's yeah. still, it still looks really cool. Mm-hmm. But I just remembered that in the in the opening credits, it does look like it's as the little guy or the little person comes out of it. Mm-hmm. It looks like it's it looks stop motion. To yeah, me. Um, but I don't know if it's just CG made to look like stop motion. Mm-hmm. I think it's a I think it's a CG music box in the I don't credits. Know if they were that sophisticated in '97 to make it look that real. What do I know? Hot take. <laughs> That's that is that is my that is my hot take. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say my hot take is that I think that this is, in terms of voice roles, this is Angela Lansbury's best voiceover work. Oh, she's doing accent work in this yeah. movie. Yeah. I mean, you really notice when you look at the cast of who's doing accents. It's <laughs> Angela, Kelsey. Mm-hmm. And, and Bernadette. Bernadette. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. They're the only one. That we are doing yeah. a character. Yeah. This is set in the 20s. Mm-hmm. Well, you know We are what? committing to these accents. You know what I got to listening to Angela do this character? Mm-hmm. It's not just, you know, no shade. This isn't a read. It's not just Mrs. Potts. No, not at all. No. I'm just here. In this. It's like a character it, yeah it feels very lived and, in and what she was doing with her voice mm-hmm. she was almost you know almost making it deeper like mm-hmm. she kind of thinks she went down a register and like doing you know this this voice work it reminded me a lot of what she did in last unicorn oh sure oh, um, yeah it, of this what's her character name in the last unicorn mommy, we just mommy fortuna mommy fortuna we just revisited it in the mid have you ever Carnival. seen the last i have seen last, last unicorn. it's been a long while. time but yeah, yeah yeah i remember really enjoying and it and she plays kid. like this this like traveling witch mm-hmm. that like she bewitches the unicorn so that mm-hmm. people can see yeah. the unicorn horn because you, normal people can't even see it so she puts a fake horn on it and all this stuff but it's a very kind of spooky character mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and oh my goodness, the cat does not mm. like this conversation. Um, but yeah, I was getting kind of like notes of that because she was going a little deeper with mm-hmm. with her with her register. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I do. I did. I did really think about this performance that she was giving, and I did notice that it was it was really well done. Yeah, I think that Angela is also the type of actress and person that took a role like that very very seriously because she. I think that she sort of knew how serious the subject matter and the character was. Yeah. So she totally. like, so, so she showed up and she was prepared. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ugh, love her. <laughs> yeah. What an icon. Yeah. Yeah. We were lucky to have her. We were. This is the first Angela, uh, movie that we're, that we're, uh, commenting on since, since she passed. Right. Mm-hmm. I think also this, movie has material that's aged really well that I would be curious to talk to 
immigrants of like the LGBT persuasion that mm. grew up on this movie and mm-hmm. can kind of relate to it kind of in the point of view of Anastasia. Yeah. Mm. Totally. Just kind of like the movie is about belonging and finding family. Finding family. Even yeah. if it's chosen, even yeah. if it's Anastasia finding both Vlad and, Demi- mm-hmm. and Dimitri. I think that those are kind of things about the movie that I think have aged the yeah. best. Classic of, LGBT of themes. <laughs> finding family. We get to mm-hmm. choose our family. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, along those lines, and like I was saying earlier about how they would never really explicitly state maybe she's not the real anesthesia mm-hmm. at the end of the movie she doesn't stay no no with the dowager yeah Empress. she still runs off she still runs off with dimitri mm-hmm. so i mean you could look at it and think maybe she is thinking that it's she's not really like she's not really yeah anesthesia mm-hmm. and uh, and that's why she makes that decision I mean, she's doing it for love, and it's the fairy tale and all that. Yeah, like, I don't think I've ever really thought about that. That could be that one maybe, kind of interpretation. But that of maybe it. there are doubts in her. Yeah, I know. But she's remembering all of this, though. She does remember she it all. Remember, she has yeah. the locket and yeah. me in St. Louis or whatever. In <laughs> <Me and> St. Louis. <laughs> what does it say? Together, together in Paris. Together in Paris. Together in Paris. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Same thing. Same diff. <laughs> yeah, you're right. She does remember all that stuff, mm-hmm. and that's clearly her face on that tapestry. Oh, 100%. Everybody, everybody's like, yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. It's wild at the end of the movie where she's uh, having her little kiki with um, with the dowager. Oh, and they're in their pajamas. In their pajamas. <laughs> and they put in real photographs yes. and pictures of yeah. these artifacts mm-hmm. of the family. It's very they, cool. The picture that she drew is an actual picture that Anastasia drew, and they mm-hmm. just sized it down in the animation. Yeah. So cool. Hmm. Did you know that, Pete? I think I read that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, it's like a horse or something that she drew. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you get down to it and you read Mm -hmm. the history, like, the real Grand Duchess Anastasia, wasn't she, like, 19? She was older. She was older. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The brother was young, but he was the youngest. He was the youngest. But even when they passed away, I think he was already a teenager. I think he was, like, 14. Yeah. Yeah, which made Anastasia was probably, like, 19 or 20. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And the older, because she was the youngest girl. She was. There were four girls there were four and a boy. Girls. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's insane. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Kids, I mean, if you haven't already done it, go to the Wikipedia page. It's intense. Oh yeah, yeah. Seriously, or, or watch the Lazar on Netflix. Or yeah. yeah. I mean, I can see being Don Bluth and the story and the story team. And that with a lot of that, I don't know if you can even put that in the movie. Like, there is so much mm-hmm. that I think that you just have to boil this down to, yeah. we are going to make a princess movie. Yep. <laughs> we are going to make a movie about her discovering her past. Mm-hmm. I know that all of these events actually happened, but we are going to have to simplify them yeah. for a child. Yeah. And I think for the most part, it does work, too. Oh, totally. That, yeah. But that said, I don't know if you could make a movie like this today. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, if it didn't work, we wouldn't be talking about it oh, right yeah, now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, at the time, too, we, we know we say this all the time, but it's like pre, you know, smartphones and all that. Sure. You had yeah. to break out your actual encyclopedia. You had to break out your encyclopedia, <laughs> but I remember getting on the internet when I was a kid on our... 
Yeah, yeah by 97, you would have had something. Mm-hmm. I remember checking out so many books about the Romanovs in the library. AOL. Really? AOL. AOL. Yeah. Oh, I love that. AOL keyword mm-hmm. Anastasia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I yeah. mean, you know, they're all, yeah, AOL and Prodigy and all those, and mm-hmm. all those bad boys. Ask Jeeves. Ask Jeeves. <laughs> <laughs> in the form of a question. Yeah. <laughs> is it um your Encarta th- disc? <laughs> I think that it is just a coincidence that this movie was taken off Disney Plus during the Ukraine invasion. I think that something did just expire in a contract, mm-hmm. so it just curiously left Disney Plus during all of that. Yeah, I wouldn't read too much into that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, they don't even have the first Maleficent movie. Oh, they don't. They no. don't. No, they've had it for, they get it for like a weekend and then it goes away. Oh, interesting. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they only the, have Mistress of Evil. Is that what are it's you really looking for the first Maleficent movie to watch? You know, when it, uh, something. <sighs> something about it does it for that Lana Del Rey cover. Huh? I mean, that is iconic. Mm-hmm. But something about, I was, I don't know why I looked it up one day because Mistress of Evil was there. And yeah. I was like going in. Oh, I was on all movies. Mm-hmm. It was in alphabetical order. And I only saw Mistress of Evil. And I was like, what the fuck? Why is the first one there? And I just like Googled it. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, how about that? Um, but yeah, suffice it to say, yeah. they got problems with <laughs> with contract. I mean, you know, the the battle of the streamers, this shit, we are yeah. in weird times right now Yeah, mm-hmm. with all this nonsense. Mm-hmm. And it's like Disney Plus has been around for, what, three years now? Yeah. And it's like there's still, there's still red tape that they're trying to cut through. Oh, my gosh. We just yeah. got Avatar back. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Are there other Don Bluth movies on Disney Plus? Is Thumbelina on Disney Thumbelina Plus? Thumbelina is on Disney Plus. Oh, it is? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There are other Don Bluth movies on it, but yeah. um, I have to look I mean, All up. Dogs Gotta he- Go to Heaven and... Um, those are the ones he did for Fox, right? Rex. All dogs, all, no, all dogs go to heaven, and uh, the Secrets of Nimmer are both MGM movies. Oh, okay. And then I think that American Tale is Universal. Yep, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Amblin. Mm-hmm. What was the last Don Bluth movie? Uh, I mean, it was Titan A.E. And Titan oh. A.E. kind of cratered when it came out. Yeah, and more or less ended him directing features. I think yeah. that he may have done a few shorts, but I think that. Just how expensive Titan A.E. Mm-hmm. was and how little return that yeah. it had, I think it kind of cost him Is directing he still with features us? anymore. Or yeah, he's still alive. He's still alive. Yeah. Titan A.E. was fun. It's got Drew Barrymore playing an Asian character. <gasps> so Pulling a Scarjo? Strike oh, that. Okay. Pulling a Scarjo. Yeah, he's, but it has, he's still um, with us. Uh, Janine Garofalo is mm-hmm. in Titan A.E. and she plays an alien. And uh, the alien that she plays has like a kangaroo face. But it has these big legs, and I always remember Gene Garofalo <laughs> describing it as having legs like the uh, Ed Two Hundred Nine, the big the big robot in RoboCop, mm. like the backwards chicken legs, you know. And she was very upset because they told her that her character in nineteen ninety nine or two thousand or mm-hmm. whatever, they told her that her character was non binary. Was not a f- neither male or female. She's doing the voice, and she goes to see the movie at the premiere, and the character has boobs. <laughs> uh. <laughs> and she was like, "What the fuck? Why does this kangaroo with backwards chicken legs have breasts?" That's my hot take on Titan A. I never saw Titan A. Asian um, Drew Barrymore. Pete, yeah. you know what's a Don Bluth property that sure. we love playing? Don Bluth joint. Uh, Dragon's Lair. Dragon Slayer, yes. Dragon Slayer. Have you ever played Dragon Slayer? 
I have heard of it. Did they ever have it, it at the at the Starcade at Disney? They did in my day. Oh, probably. Mm-hmm. They yeah. did in my day. Uh, kids, listeners, sit back. <laughs> I'm sorry. Get relaxed. Uh, ta- uh, dra- Dragon Slayer. No, Dragon's, Dragon's Lair. Dragon's Lair. Dragon Slayer Dragon's is, Slayer is uh, the, the, the movie. Is with, the movie. Um, with uh, what's his name from Ghostbusters 2? Janos. Mm-hmm. He's Vigo. Um, okay, so Dragon's Lair is a video game. That was produced by John Bluth. Mm-hmm. It was a laser disc video game. Wow. So cost a dollar at the Starcade. That's in a lot the, of money back in now. the eighties. That would have been like a ten dollar video four game now. Quarters, bitch. And you put in four quarters and motherfucker, you died <laughs> So what they did was they animated scenes. Full mm-hmm. cell animation. Mm-hmm. Movie feature quality, right? Twenty four frames a second. And you would kind of tell the character mm-hmm. which direction to go in, and he would do the thing. And then when he got to the next step, you would tell the character. And if you didn't tell him the right direction, yeah. he's dead. You don't take hits. He just dies, and he turns into a skeleton. And drops dead. And um, there were two. There was Dragon's Lair and Space Ace. And um, they're both formatted off mm-hmm. this laser disc, and so that's how you could... You could watch full cell animation like a movie on a video arcade cabinet. And um, in Dragon's Lair, you're this knight and um, you're you're uh, going to capture this girl mm-hmm. who's been – or you're going to save the princess who's been mm-hmm. captured in, mm-hmm. by the dragons. And in Space Ace, it's kind of a similar story, but it's, it's sci-fi. Um, and uh, I had – they remastered them both, and mm-hmm. they released them as a combo pack. So we have them on the Switch. And you can actually play the game as it was intended, or you can uh, just watch the whole film. Oh, okay. As, you know, Very cool. As a movie. And they're Don Bluth animated, and they're, they look like Don Bluth movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the main hero looks like Dimitri. Kind of, yeah. kind of tall and thin, mm-hmm. but the girl looks like Thumbelina. Yeah, <laughs> looks like, she looks like Thumbelina. Yeah. <laughs> like, yep. his, both of his like main and main female and male characters yeah. all kind of look yeah. the same. He loves a high ponytail. He does. Yeah, <laughs> he loves a high pony mm-hmm. with like a fall, a long yes. fall down the back. <laughs> but yeah, I, I forgot that that was a, another Don Bluth production. That you I know, Don Bluth with. does the animation for Xanadu. Xanadu, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a brief. Animation scene in the middle of the Olivia Newton John movies. He does not do the animation in the beginning of Greece. No, because that is garbage, mama. <laughs> <laughs> kind of charming, but also crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, that Stalker Channing picture is like. <laughs> <laughs> so good. That's part. It's so good. Yeah. Oh, my God. But, kids, I mean, if you have like an interest in, you know, all this crazy stuff with like. You know, Don Bluth breaking off from Disney, mm-hmm. you know, all of that stuff. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's had, so much material out there. quite a run, yeah. especially just as an alternative to Disney. I mean, now yeah. we have Illumination. We have, yeah. uh, I mean, the Sony animated movies. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, you got like Ice Age, all of that, like mm-hmm. alternatives to Disney. Yeah. And in the 80s, there wasn't a lot. But yeah. there was Don Bluth, though. Yeah. I mean, he hitched his wagon to Steven Spielberg, and he got that Steven Spielberg Presents on American Tale, and mm-hmm. that was, like, yeah. legitimized, like, this yeah. shit. These are, like, real Disney rival movies. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you this much. 
I remember sitting in the theater for the first American Tale. And bitch, when that little boy, with that little tiny mouse, mm-hmm. with that red scarf, mm-hmm. sees Papa. Mm-hmm. And he says, Papa. And he runs across. Oh, my God. He's crying right now. Niagara Falls. Yeah. Niagara Falls. Every time. Wow. I can't. I can't with that fucking American Tale. That shit is good. I think that and I that know. that song. Yeah, somewhere Linda out there. It's so beautiful. Yeah. Um, Linda Ronstadt or Melissa Manchester? Linda, Linda Ronstadt. Linda Ronstadt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mel- uh, and, uh, Melissa Manchester does The Great Mouse Detective. Yes, song. she does. Oh, yeah. We just did a yeah, yeah. Great Mouse Detective rewatch, and yeah. we're just like, oh, yeah, this this is uh, the like the the barmaid <laughs> yeah. is Melissa Manchester. Yeah, But yeah. I think I know all of the dialogue from uh, All Dogs Go to Heaven. I know all of it. Because that was a tape that we had that I watched on repeat. Mm -hmm. You've always been a fan of Burt Reynolds. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mr. Burt Reynolds. (laughs) Burt and Dom. Burt and Dom. Together at last. (laughs) I loved Humbelina. I loved... I mean, I, at this, again, movies that made us gay. Little, <laughs> little Donovan. There was something about that Carol Channing, Marry the Mole song that just oh did it for me. God. Yeah. Yeah. I've yeah. not, you know, I've, ne- I've, gosh, I've actually seen Thumbelina. I, uh, I, I, I know now. that I have. Jody Benson is the <gasps> voice of Thumbelina. Oh, yeah. Okay. So Work. there's your Disney connection all right, there. All right. Yeah. And it's on Disney Plus. So we can watch yeah. it at any time. Any time. Touch of a button. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I've got, got news for you. I've got news for you. The Swan Princess is not Don Bluth. Oh. No, it's not. Yeah. Mm-mm. Okay. It's released by New Line. So interesting. Oh, weird. What about the... What about the troll in Central Park? I troll? love the troll <laughs> in Central Park. Troll in Central Park, I don't think it's John Bluth either. Oh. <laughs> that was, uh, no one ever mentions that movie anymore. It's troll. got Charles Nelson Reilly. Yeah. And I think, uh, <laughs> I also, th- oh no, d- uh, it's directed by Dom, it's directed by Don Bluth and, oh, uh, mm, Don Bluth and Gary Goldman. That I haven't seen in Cloris <laughs> 20 years. Yeah. I need to watch that. Oh, yeah. Haley Mills is a voice in... A troll in Central Park, too. See, kids. Oh, <laughs> that's such a good one. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, oh, and I think Don Bluth and Gary Goldman. Yeah, Smith Gary Goldman. Gary Goldman. I think they also do, um, they're on the Dragon's Lair Space Ace uh, mm-hmm. Switch game. They God. do, like, commentary and... How old are these guys? Because even in 1997, watching the special features for Anastasia, they look old these guys look old as hell. And those motherfuckers were on, like, Jungle Book. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, what? <laughs> Wait, is, he, is Don Bluth on Jungle Book? He probably worked for Disney in the 60s, yeah. so it, he <laughs> yeah. probably did work yeah. on Jungle Book. Yeah, to be, mm-hmm. like, a grown adult then mm-hmm. and just, like, still kicking around. Yeah. All right. Better work, Don work. <laughs> but yeah, fascinating stories, and I'm sure there's plenty of like mm-hmm. information out there, or, like uh, mm-hmm. docs about you know about what happened mm-hmm. with like you know breaking away from Disney and going off on his own and, and starting this rival yeah. empire, which was probably very hard to do. Like I think you just have all the you know yeah. movie studios just being like, that's. That's taken. People mm-hmm. do that. Yeah, we're not gonna. <laughs> we're not gonna do that. Someone else already does <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah, and you. Or were there. if there was animation, it was weird niche adult stuff. It like was. yeah, like Lord of the Rings, like Lord yeah, of the Rings yeah. and uh, Fire and Ice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just all the Bakshi wizards, or just Bakshi, uh, or like mm-hmm. um, or all the Rankin Bass stuff. The one about was... the cat, which I'm talking about. 
uh, Fritz the Cat. Fritz the Cat. Oh yeah, yeah. Fritz, that was also yep. Ra- yeah, Ralph mm-hmm. Bakshi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you know the Rankin Bass stuff that was kind of farmed out to Japan, mm-hmm. um, like the Last Unicorn, and um, they did their own Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. We're animation nerds in this house. You were you were standing hard to do for us to do the. The Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Oh my this god! Month. Yeah, you got it. You got to do Rudolph. <laughs> I don't think we're gonna That's fit the in gayest this year. movie ever. Yeah. I love it. I love yeah. it. Yeah, come on, Yukon Cornelius. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yukon Bear. Cornelius. Yukon Cornelius looks like our friend Ryan. Looking for the bumble. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Looking for that white stuff. <laughs> got Hermie. No. Something's off about him. Something he just wants to be a dentist. Yep. He just wants to be a dentist. The Island of Misfit Toys. <laughs> Not subtle at all. No. Uh, Rudolph has his like conceal don't feel moment. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh shit. Well, I mean, if you're, if you're animation weirdos, like we are, there's a lot of material out there Mm -hmm. for in the Don Bluth, uh, world. And then, and all the, there's, there's a lot more than, than just your, your Disney fair, but Disney plus is a good place to start for any of that. But I mean, how much was Anastasia on iTunes? Five bucks, seven dollars, five bucks when I bought it. But yeah, I mean, like it's a big people coffee. of a very specific age that were watching mm-hmm. kid movies in the '90s just fucking love this movie, oh and God, I can yeah. see why. Just yeah. because I think it's a pretty gripping story, yeah. even though it takes a lot of creative liberties, which I'm fine with. I'm fine yeah. with sort mm-hmm. of boiling the story down to the bare essentials. Well, I still think it works. And as a kid, it, like it gets yeah. you interested in the history. It's, it's right? Interested like, in it yeah. made me take my ass to the library and check out some books. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. Great music and songs in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ten and out of ten. Food, fast food tie-ins. Fast food tie-ins. I think that the <laughs> fast oh, food. Yeah. I mean, there was a massive marketing budget for this movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I mean, I think if anything, this movie made money. It may not have covered just how expensive it was to market because I think it made decent money for ninety-seven. Mm-hmm. But I think that probably the the marketing budget for this movie. I mean, if Bartok got his own spinoff, oh, that's I true. Think they're yeah. probably doing. They were doing I believe okay. that <laughs> yeah. the fast food tie-in was Burger King. That For some reason, right. I want to say yeah because McDonald's probably had a deal with Disney. Mm-hmm. They did have a deal with Disney yeah. at the time. Yeah, so I remember they probably that. Probably were just like, nope, mm-hmm. bitch, you better take that to the king. <laughs> you can have it your way <laughs> with Anastasia. <laughs> But um, Dimitri's forever my uh, animation bay. I think he's oh. so dreamy. <laughs> yeah, come on, Dimitri that is smooth. Up there. John Cusack voice too. Okay, that oh. moment. Okay, before that, that moment of the the big like I love you moment with Anastasia <laughs> and Dimitri, mm-hmm. where they're at the opera. When I remember look, when he looks up at her. Oh at my god! Oh. I remember that moment when I was a kid. I used to just think it was so romantic. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. it is. It's because it is romantic. Oh my goodness gracious! Okay, Scott, what am I thinking of? This crazy mashup YouTube video. Oh, it's a thing. So it is Dimitri and Any. is it Jim Hawkins from Treasure Planet? Is it Prince Eric? It might be oh, Prince it, Eric. Oh. It's a weird it's internet. It's a weird fan-made yeah. slash oh. yeah. fiction romance. Where did we yeah. see it? Romance. Just Instagram? Yeah. I'll have to see if I can find it. All Twitter? It. Oh, yeah. Please do. Yeah, we'll find it. Kids, if you want to see it, maybe we'll send you the link. <laughs> <laughs> NSFW. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
But um, I mean, it's not the, it's not as NSFW as some of the slash uh, animation oh, out there. The one with Tarzan. <laughs> you know what I'm talking maybe, about? Maybe, yeah. maybe. But um, you know, it's definitely interesting. I think we saw it on like Instagram mm-hmm. or Facebook mm-hmm. or something. But we'll we'll find it and post that. But um, kids, it's probably time to to wrap this time baby to, up. Yeah. Time to put this one to bed. Exactly. This was so much fun, Donovan. This was so yeah, great. This was, yes. a, this was a fun December movie. Uh, I, I mean, like we mentioned at the top of the show, not traditionally a Christmas movie, but no. it has a big song, mm-hmm. Once Upon a December. And I remember Deanna Carter song the pop version of it on the soundtrack. Do you remember Deanna Carter from the 90s? I don't. Yeah, no, she was she was like the B Shania Twain of the <laughs> 1990s. But yeah, um, not a traditional Christmas m- mm-hmm. movie, but there's snow in it. Yeah, <laughs> there's snow. Mm-hmm. It is snow. It's there's Russia <laughs> Revolution. There's peasants. Yeah, it's, it's it's a good time. Oh goodness. Yeah, no, this is always always a pleasure yes, to be absolutely. here with always both fun of you. Do episodes with you, yeah, yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, we'll have you on again yeah. as uh, as usual Maybe in the new year. In the new year, I yeah. mean, yeah, mm-hmm. you guys, it's almost twenty. We just have a couple more episodes left until we're all done for the year. <sighs> yes, indeed. So exciting! Can't believe it. Oh my god. Then we get to take a break. Yeah. Listeners, we're going to take our January break. Get ready for that. But um, What will I do? I know. I know. And every Friday morning, mm-hmm. <laughs> listen to an old episode. <laughs> Go listen to those, uh, our bottom our bottom 10. We'll tell you guys what our least, oh, our least what? listened to oh, episodes I'm, I'm intrigued are. now. <laughs> I'll, give you, I'll, I'll send you the stats. But um, uh, until next time, uh, we will, Donovan, we wish you, uh, bid you adieu. Thank listeners. you. Thanks for listening, everybody. And thanks so much once again for listening, everybody. Thanks so much. Yes, indeed. It's December, you guys. Yeah, we have like three more full episodes left of the show over the year. Can you believe that? I can't believe it. Then we're going to take a quick break in January, but we'll be back with fresh episodes. Gosh, season five. Yeah. Wow. We're almost there. Can't believe it. But I think it is that time in the episode. Patreon shout out. (laughs) Shout outs. Yes, indeed. We would like to say hello and thank you to all of our wonderful patrons, including Lawrence, Danielle, Alexis, Thomas, Mark, Jackson, Millie, Ted, Benny, Jamel, Melanie, Christopher, Susan, JJ, Shelby, Michael, Muffy, Jamie, Drew, Genevieve, Dawn, Joshua, Emily, Millie, Aaron, Jessica, Nick and Shannon, Christine, and Rufino. Thank you for being a friend. Thanks so much. Thank you so much for being patrons, everybody. Um, all of your uh, donations go directly to keeping the show on the air and ad-free. You'll get. You'll also get access to our newsletter, which we are working on the December newsletter right now. So you'll get that one. Uh, you'll get the Watch With Us commentaries, and we're going to be doing some fun ones for December. Yes, indeed. And we just released uh, the Willow Watch With Us commentary. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got the new uh, Willow sequel series on disney plus right now yeah so, a, little, um, a little tie into it yeah so we did a little time for that so check that out and thank you so much for doing that head over to patreon.com slash moves that made us gay for more information for uh donating so it's a lot of fun you can also write us a review on spotify or itunes we would love to read that absolutely if you head over to apple Podcasts and write uh a review for the show we'll read it on an upcoming episode and if you smash five stars on spotify or apple Podcasts, that really helps us out with 
just metrics and getting the show out there to a wider audience. Yeah, so, we'll love that. Yeah, so thanks for doing that. So you can also uh, like, subscribe, follow us on mm-hmm. all the social media platforms. We're on practically everything. Instagram and Facebook at Movies That Made Us Gay and on Twitter, MTMUGpod. Yes, indeed. You can follow our personals if you want to. My name's Pete. I'm at Peter Lasagna on uh, Instagram and Twitter. Scott Youngballer on Instagram and follow my letterbox. Indeed. Thank you so much for listening. Once again, we will see you next week, everybody. Bye. Bye.